The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, and we are deep into the NBA playoffs, all, almost into the West the Conference Finals, uh, five teams remaining, and we got a Game 7 coming up on Monday, and uh, joining me to get into the Conference Finals and the Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Semifinals between Washington and Boston, a diehard Los Angeles Lakers fan, live from Los Angeles, Rebound. What's up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, my nigga? How's it going? Just chilling, yo. Let's get, let's get, let's go. Yeah, just chilling, just chilling, watching the games. Uh, a lot of exciting games. Uh, not so much on the Warriors and the Cavs side, but uh, excellent game tonight between Boston and uh, Washington. But uh, we'll start in the Western Conference as the Western Conference finals are now set after the blowout win last night by San Antonio without Kawhi Leonard. And uh, first, kind of let's kind of get into the San Antonio Houston uh, game six. Uh, did you see something wrong with Harden? I mean, the way he played? I mean, did it seem like he had checked out? I really didn't watch the game. I just saw the highlights, but uh, a couple of my friends told me it looked like he got paid to just throw the game away, but he was playing on a messed up ankle, I believe, and uh, I don't know. It just seemed like... Uh, I also heard that him and D'Antoni weren't getting along throughout the game, so that could have been a problem. But him not taking a field goal in the fucking first quarter is ridiculous. That's, uh, uh, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, he didn't take his first shot until, I think, halfway through the second quarter. And uh, there's kind of been this running kind of uh, thing going with Harden, basically, as it gets as the pl- the play goes into the playoffs. Uh, he draws a lot of contact, gets to the free throw line. And uh, refs aren't calling uh, contact as freely as they do during the regular season so it feels like he kind of uh his play kind of dips and then his numbers kind of dipped for the regular season even in the first round against Oklahoma City and definitely against San Antonio uh what do you think has been the problem for him in the playoffs do you think it's just because he draws a lot of contact he's not able to get to the free throw line as much what do you think uh what do you think he struggles from the playoffs as compared to the regular season uh, I mean, he had a couple of good games, but uh, yeah, throughout overall throughout the series, he just didn't play well. I don't know what was wrong with him. And uh, one of the games they lost, uh, Lou Williams and Ryan Anderson combined for two points. So that's another thing. You can't you can't have that. All right. right. Uh, so what do you, what is what is it with uh, San Antonio? Why did they do so well without Kawhi? I think they're like eight and one in the last. In this season without Kawhi, that I think like fourteen and four the last two seasons without him, why do they uh, excel without Kawhi, and why do they? It seems like they don't lose a step at all. What I mean, what, what's what's the secret key to their success? I really don't know. That's a tough question. But he just got one of the greatest head coaches to ever coach the game, and he really knows how to play, how to find out out without the star player, and they have a good bench. A good 
Okay, uh, definitely uh, moving forward for Houston, uh, the Mike Dad Tony. I mean, he seems like he always has uh, high-powered offensive teams, and they score the ball at will. But it seems like when it comes to playoff times, when play gets physical, gets ha- in a half-court style game, his teams, uh, for the most part, seem to not succeed in these types of situations. Seem not to do well. I mean. What what is he going to get over this uh, whole offensive thing and kind of focus a little more tor- towards the defensive side? That's never going to happen with D'Antoni. D'Antoni is known to run the offensive game, and he's n- he's, he really doesn't want to focus on the defensive end. Okay. All right, I see. Okay, well, uh, we'll see what happens with the Rockets in the offseason and how they move forward into next season. It was a... Pretty good season for them, uh, considering how bad they did in 2015-2016. And Harden will be definitely might win the MVP, and we'll see what happens with that at the end of the season. But uh, let's get into the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Golden State, as we know, coming in hot, 8-0, hasn't lost a game yet yet in the playoffs. And then San Antonio uh, playing a lot better in the last two games versus uh, Houston. And then uh, Kawhi looks like he will play in game one on Sunday. So what are your initial thoughts on the series and uh, where are you leading towards? Uh, as much as I fucking hate the Warriors, uh, I think it's going to be it's gonna be pretty quick. Uh, the Spurs, they're coming off a good series, but just the Warriors are so damn hot right now. I mean, I probably, I'm probably going Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, to what to make of Golden State? I mean, I kind of so far. I mean, I I don't think uh, Portland and Utah are very good teams, but at the same time, I don't think Golden State has even played particularly well uh, in these first eight games that they played against Utah and Portland. It seems like they still have another gear, in my opinion, that they can kind of. Uh, turn up I mean they could still kind of flip a switch in my opinion because in any of these eight games I don't think I've ever seen like where a game where two of their three guys like three or four guys went off in the same game it was always like Durant had his game here Curry had his game here Clayt had his game Draymond had his game I I never saw like multiple of them in any one of the games so far go off together so at some point in the playoffs and as the the competition moves a notch up going into the conference finals and the finals, you would assume that they're going to have some games where Curry and Durant are on at the same night. Curry and Clay are on the same night. So, I mean, I'm definitely going with the Warriors. I don't think it will be in five. I think it will be in six games just because, I mean, I don't think that they really have anybody to throw at Kawhi on a consistent basis. But, uh, I mean, they're going to throw a lot of different options at him. Uh, they'll have Draymond at him. They'll have Durant. Maybe they might throw Clay on him a bit. But as far as the Spurs, I mean, where do you think they go as, uh, regarding Curry? Do you think they're going to put Mills on him? I think they're going to go with Danny Green. What do you think uh, their strategy is as far as guarding Curry? I would go with Danny Green because he's much, a much better defender. Mills is a good defender too, but Danny Green is, has more length and he's, he's the better defender overall. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he usually uh, guards the other teams like star point guards, so I think that's where they're going to go for the most part. They might throw Kawhi on him, like in some f- fourth quarter situations, I think. But uh, Kawhi, I think his defense is not as probably as 
at high at high of, as high of a level as it used to be, just because he's taken on such an offensive responsibility. I mean, he's their their go to guy offensively. I mean, but the only part of his game probably missing is the playmaking aspect. And it seems like to me still he's not as assertive as I would like from a superstar, a bona fide superstar. Uh, what do you think he needs to do? And I mean, and what do you think he needs to fix to kind of be more assertive, aggressive, and kind of become a better playmaker and make his teammates better, kind of like a LeBron and Kevin Durant? Who, Danny Green or is that? Uh, uh, Kawhi. Kawhi? Uh, I don't know. He, I don't think he's ever going to be able to do that. He just needs to needs to be able to pass more. He's he's more focused on his own and he, I think he's more of a quiet person rather than talking in the locker room he's like the quiet guy he's just not the person who gets a, I don't know if, it, if they can't get along I'm sure he gets along with everyone but he's just not the one who's going to be talking he's not the leader he needs to be more of a leader with the team okay so you see you say vocal leader or kind of a guy who leads by example Lead by lead by example, because LeBron is a leader of the team. He leads them through, in the locker room and on the court. He needs to do. He needs to be like that if he he wants to be in the conversation of LeBron and Durant. Okay. All right. Definitely. That's a great point. So Golden State at six. My my pick. You have Golden State at five. I mean, what do we do? We see a notch, a level up, a little flitch, switch flipped up from what. We saw from Golden State against Utah and uh, Portland. Do you do you see them kind of lift their game up? Because I, even in some of the games they struggled against Portland and Utah, they still kind of won by like fifteen plus. So, do you see a, a rise a rise in their level of play? Yeah, considering that the game much more serious now because they know it's the conference finals. But I still think they win in five. Okay, five it is. And uh, do you think I? I what do you think about Durant? Do you think he's had his uh, he's completely back? Uh, do you think his rust has fell off for, coming back from the injury? Uh, where is it, where is he at uh, going into the conference finals and and where, what is his role kind of? I mean, I don't really see a, much of a role so far for him I in the first eight games. Seventy like percent back, not fully, but they really haven't played. They really didn't haven't need him fully, and they're waiting on that for the finals. And I think his role right now is just to be a shooter. Steph is handling the ball. He's going to have wide open threes, so I really don't see anything. In the finals, I think that's where they're really going to need him because they didn't have that player last year. Okay. And then uh, San Antonio, I mean, uh, how did they defend uh, all those pick and rolls that uh, – the Golden State runs, I mean, with Curry or Clay and Iguodala as the ball handler, Durant. They seem to run a lot of those pick and rolls. I mean, do they have the, the firepower up front with with guys who are fast enough to kind of chase their, their shooters and their guards of, of Golden State up front at the top of the key when they shoot their threes? Uh, I really don't know on this one. This is tough. It's it's hard to defend, to defend Golden State in general. So with the pick and roll, it's just going to be even harder. Like you have the starting four, or four of them are all-star players. And then the, who's their center? I think Zaza. I mean, it's just going to be tough in general. It's just, it's going to be bad for San Antonio. Okay, what are San Antonio's keys to pull off the upset and win? I mean, do they have to dominate the glass? Do they have to 
kind of uh, dominate the paint? What do they need to do to at least uh, give themselves a shot? I think the X factors are going to be Powell and Lamarcus. You know what you're going to get out of Kawhi. You know what you're going to get out of Patty Mills. The, the, on, on the offensive end, Powell and Lamarcus will be the difference because they have the edge on the bigs. And on the defensive side, it will be Danny Green and Patty Mills. Or Danny Green and Kawhi because they'll be guarding the two star players. Okay, and then with Tony Parker out, I mean, Tony Parker just probably obviously lived in the paid. Uh, he was always one of the best guards in getting the paid. He always averaged the most points of of a guard in his prime years in the paid. He practically lived in the paid. I mean, with him going down with injury, it seems like they won't have that kind of point guard that will the penetrate into the lane and kind of get uh, the other the shooters on San Antonio good looks. And also go at Steph Curry, make him work defensively. Uh, is Patty Mills, does he have any sort of uh, inkling of that, of what Tony Parker used to do, drive to the paint, uh, put pressure on opposing uh, point guards defensively? Uh, do you think? Do you see him doing anything like that? I don't know if he has that, but he, he's a good point guard. I really like him. I mean, of course, losing Tony Parker is a blow, but... Tony has fallen off lately. I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt them as much, but Patty Mills will be able to replace him just fine. All right. I got Golden State in six, uh, rebound Golden State in five, and we'll move our talk into the Eastern Conference. So, like I said today, uh, tonight uh, there was an excellent game six between Washington and Boston. John Wall hit a go-ahead three-point shot. They were down by two. He had a go-ahead three-pointer to put uh, Washington up one, and they ultimately ended up winning the game with three and a half seconds left. And they're going back to TD Bank North Garden in Boston to play Game Seven Monday night. Uh, what What do you think happens in Game Seven? Who Who are you taking? Uh, I originally had Boston in seven, so I'm sticking with that. I think the home team wins. Uh, they didn't do a smart thing coming into the game today. They all trolled wearing black as they're as they're going to a funeral. I mean, they had this game, and then they just John Wall with a crazy three at the end, but. I think Isaiah's going to have a big game in Game 7. I see Horford stepping up, and I see Boston winning by double digits easy. Yeah, I mean, they won. I mean, it seems like in this series, the the storyline has been home court advantage, right? I mean, no te- the other teams, the road team hasn't able, been able to get a win yet. So it seems like uh, Game 5 for Boston, I think Avery Bradley really came up with a big performance, and that's really what, help push them over the top. I mean, do you see Avery Bradley kind of having something like that in the take uh, for Game 7? I don't know if you can rely too much on Avery Bradley offensively, but on the defensive defensive side of the ball is where he gives you it. And then for Washington, uh, on the the offensive side, I mean, what did they... What did they do defensively? Because it seems like in Boston they can't really stop uh, Boston's offensive pressure. What did they do f- defensively to kind of stop Boston and slow them down? 